welcome to another episode of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I'm Lauren. I'm Jai. Hi. Hey, what's up? Forward Flash number 17. We're knocking them down. Uh, <laughs> this is, no, yeah, number 17. Factory Girl from 2006 is what we're talking about. So cool. We Let's get to talk to about these words. Yeah, it's so we, cool. We're always excited about all the ones we talk about, but I feel like we say that every time. Oh, I love this word. I'm so excited. But it's like that for every yeah. movie or documentary. It has to be because otherwise I'm not going to do it. Yeah. yeah. And we only recently said, oh, you mentioned it to me, and I was like, oh, yes, I definitely want to do this one boy for you because this is my – jam like 60s and yeah the fashion in it is like ridiculous so absurd it's like <laughs> yeah i mean every single outfit is like ridiculous it's so cool now what do you or what did you know about edie sedgwick either before you saw this or did you know about her at all before you saw it um yeah i did because i used to watch a lot of um a, a lot of documentaries and like like little kind of like art films and um just kind of like weird weird obscure things you know like Mm -hmm. and I remember watching Girl on Fire I think it's called Girl on Fire it's like an Andy Warhol movie oh okay I mean movie meaning it's literally like Edie speaking it's kind of like an interview kind of and it's just like uh, videos of her and you know cool it's kind of short I, I think it's a short one I don't think it's like really that long I mean his concept of movie was like very different from like what we think of movies but you know back then it was like like an art ha- film yeah exactly like an art film like, and um yeah I watched that and I also like I, she's like always been known, like I always knew about her because of she's like a fashion icon yeah so like totally. before I even watched that I was like oh my god she's when you study fashion or when you're in that kind of world you kind of know for these people like influential people from like each decade you know mm-hmm. so but yeah when I watched I was like oh my god she's she's like really cool like I knew she died like young and you know just those bits about her life but she actually does talk. I'm pretty sure it was that movie. She did talk. It was like an interview, kind of. And she did talk about her life. Like, she talks about the what happened to her brothers and yeah. um, her dad, I think. What a... Fu- like, she had a fucking crazy... So you kind of knew from watching this that she's kind of got a really... She's, she's had a really fucked up uh, upbringing and... You know, it's kind of like, I mean, it's not a wonder that she was like a troubled soul and, you know, she did a lot of drugs and stuff. But it's also the times that she lived in. Really. Yeah. But yeah, so that was the first thing I, I watched her in. And then I, I loved the movie when it came out. Like, I, I remember just like watching it, not the cinema, but the DVD. And, um, you know, Sienna Miller was like really big at the time, and I lived in the UK, so it was like. Oh, that's right, yeah. And it, she was like, and she was always seen as like a Kate Moss wannabe, to be honest. Was she, she? She was in the UK. Oh, yeah. in well, the UK. I, oh, okay. I think people, to be honest, it's not really her fault because I think people just can't help themselves by comparing 
everyone, you know, yeah, to someone. So it's like, oh, she's like British, she's, she's blonde, and she kind of like, oh, you know, she's got her own style. She was very boho kind yeah, of. Yeah, I was gonna say that boho thing that Rachel Zoe ended up dressing all those um, celebrity yeah, girls exactly. like. Yeah, wasn't Sienna, yeah. did Sienna kind? I mean, I think Kate Moss that. It was the first. I mean, that she is was, Kate Moss. She was, she was. You know what I mean? Um, Kate Moss. She didn't have the same yeah. style at all, but she did actually wear similar stuff. But in the end, I think she just defined her style as like boho. She did all that, like, yeah, you know, whereas Kate Moss is more eclectic, I suppose. Like, her style is just different. Like, it's not just one thing. But yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, so like, it, she was like a big deal at the time, and like Too I really off. loved the movie, and like yeah, like I had yes, and I had this friend at the time, like who like was studying film, and he's the person that we used to watch. What I used to watch those kind of movies with, like documentaries and stuff, and we used to like dissect them, you know, and be like, oh my god, this is so cool, like. Um, but yeah, like I watched it and I thought I really love it because Guy Pierce is in it and he's freaking Andy so Warhol, basically. Good. He is just him. Yeah. I watched so many interviews and um videos of Andy and like he really he really just has the same body language, everything. It's just yeah. him. He does that with every movie he's he in. He's, he's an exceptional amazing. actor. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he is. He is. Like, we don't but talk about him. I can't even imagine anyone else playing Andy Warhol. No. Has someone else played him? Like, have there been any other films where... I'm uh, not yeah, there's this, there's been a few. Like, not about Andy, but what movies about 60s where Andy makes oh, an where appearance. He's in there. But, I mean, yeah, they're kind of ridiculous. But... um. Because he, he just the way he talks, the way even just the yeah. way he stood there and like his facial expressions were so like insane, you know. There's actually a horror. I'm just thinking now that I'm like, where else have I seen Andy Warhol recently? There is a horror story season, <laughs> and I think I forgot which one it is. It's oh, this is awful that I forgot which one. No, it's the cult season. Just kidding. And they, um, Evan Peters, who I love. He is like always playing in all of the different horror stories, but he plays Andy Warhol actually in mm. like one or two episodes. And okay. Yeah, I was gonna say, wait, I've just recently seen someone play him, and that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> it, was it was pretty good too. Yeah, I mean, I honestly just feel like visually is so cool, and I love that it's set in the '60s and the amazing fashion. I know, um, right? Was that time, but also Edie's style—it was so spot on because I've seen so many photos and stuff of her and they really they nailed the outfits they, there's some that i wish they had included because Edie had some epic hats like red yeah. ones with feathers and stuff like that and they didn't really make an appearance in the movie but it's fine um but i have to say when i watched there was like this is really cool obviously for what it is but i genuinely do think is this really accurate when it comes to the real relationship between Andy and Edie and again obviously we don't know I think this is what's really tricky that we don't really know mm -hmm. only very few people that were close to Andy like um the Velvet Underground and people that work closely with him for so long probably know but they're not going to talk about it you know because no. they just made the movie does make Andy look very, like terribly superficial and like an empty soul which mm -hmm. is which again, we don't know we don't yeah, know we don't know because don't know, no one talks about it like obviously we again just like we don't really know whether Edie and Bob Dylan really dated we don't know um that we do know 
Um, I believe. How? How do we know? Well, because well, not that they dated, but Bob Dylan uh, threatened to sue the production of this film. That's well, that's yeah, why yeah, he's not in it because basically it made it look like he like killed her or like that he was like because he didn't yes. get with her. Yeah, that she went on this downward yeah, spiral. But he never said publicly that he dated her. Like it's always rumors. Like people say they saw I them together. Photo. Are there Be- photos of them together? N- no, I haven't Not seen. Really There's now. one. There's some, but they were taken at the factory. And oh, okay. Together. So yeah, they would be there at the same so, time like, anyway. They don't. Again, I guess really close friends. One. It's also like, who do you believe, right? Because really, yeah, it's one side. It's very one sided. She was very much like she could have said she could have had a crush on him and maybe said anything to a friend, but that doesn't mean that that was the reality. That doesn't mean that they maybe had a fling or maybe they had sex a few times or whatever. But I, they, I remember reading that they believe that Rolling Like a Stone was written. A lot of his songs were written about her, supposedly. Yeah. But, but again. Dylan hasn't said anything. He's never going to say. No, I mean, yeah, why would he? Yeah, why would he now, you know? But anyway, so that I don't want to like talk too much about it because I haven't asked what your first impressions are. Okay, well, my first impression, this is actually kind of uh, not embarrassing, but I want to say like (laughs) this actually points to a lot of my like fashion taste. I knew vaguely about Edie Sedgwick. Um, but not a lot. I don't think I knew that much about her, but I knew her face because I knew about Warhol and the factory. So I knew that she was one of his muses, but I don't, Mm -hmm. and I knew that she died young, but I don't think I knew anything past that. The reason that I went to see this movie is because this is the time that I was deep in the throes of my Olsen twins obsession. And I read that Mary Kate Olsen was going to be in a movie. And this was the first thing without her sister. And I was like, Oh my God, Mary Kate Olsen. And I remember seeing the still of her in the gallery talking to the other um, girl. And I was like, Oh my God, she's in a movie. And then I went to the theater and I was like, she's not in the movie. <laughs> like she literally was in the background. Now I have the unrated, uh, uncut you uh, have that version. Exactly. Yeah. DVD. And she's in it. Like she has a yeah. scene. Thank God they put it in there. But so I kind of went on the pretext of seeing Mary Kate Olsen because she is still like my absolute, like she's like my Kate Moss. Oh, like no. she's, she's yeah. like my everything. I still love her. Like to this day, I love both of them. I love their outfits so much. And or like just their style, everything about them. And um, so, yeah, so I went to go see it. I was not the biggest Sienna Miller fan, but that's only because my Jude Law Sienna Miller story is in 2004. Uh, I was living in New York and one of my friends used to always know where all of the films were. Thanks for listening to the Fashion Grunge podcast. To hear the rest of this episode, go check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash fashion grunge. And we have 90 episodes up there, including complete series recaps of Freaks and Geeks, My So-Called Life, tons of movies, and just a ton more content so go check it out as always rate like subscribe please give us five stars on apple podcasts and spotify and thanks bye